Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is David, and today we will be discussing various standardized tests use for balance and gait assessment. This episode will be part two of these tests, so make sure that you go back and review part one with Emily. Since there are so many different tests and measures used, we felt as though it would be best to separate this material to help you retain this information better. First, I will start off with the Berg balance. The Berg balance is to assess static and dynamic balance while also identifying fall risk. It's a multitask performance test involving tasks such as sit to stand, standing on one leg, picking up objects, turning 360 degrees, placing an alternate foot on a stool, and tandem stance. Over the course of 14 functional tests, balance will be assessed. A total of 14 items will be compiled between six static balanced items and eight dynamic balance items. Each task will be graded by a scale ranging from zero to four points. Zero is considered being unable to perform or needs assistance, and a four is considered being able to perform safely and independently. The maximum score a patient can receive is a 56. The score interpretation is as follows. Less than or equal to 45 places the patient at a high fall risk. Anything less than 40 is considered a significantly fall risk. Next up is the dynamic gait index. The purpose of the dynamic gait index is to assess gait ability and dynamic balance. This is useful in predicting fall risk in older adults. The multitask performance test will measure the steady state while walking and variations on command. The patient will walk 20 feet, while the items examined include walking in a steady state, changing speed, walking with horizontal head turns, walking with vertical head turns, walking and pivot turn walking while stepping over and around obstacles, and ascending and descending stairs. An assistive device can be used if normally required for ambulation. The patient will be graded on a scale ranging from zero to three points. Zero is severe impairment. One is moderate impairment. Two is minimal impairment. Three is no gait dysfunction. 
The maximum score a patient can receive is 24. The score interpretation is as follows. Less than 19 means that the patient is at a increased fall risk. Anything greater than 22 is considered safe for ambulation. On deck, we have to discuss the Romberg test. The purpose of the Romberg test is to assess static balance and ataxia. To conduct this test, the patient is asked to stand with feet together and arms folded across the chest with eyes open for 30 seconds and eyes closed for 30 seconds. As you know, it is important for the patient to know that the physical therapist is always prepared to catch the patient in the event of a fall. If the patient demonstrates significant sway or instability during eyes open, then stop the test. A negative test would be if the patient is stable and well-balanced with either eyes open or eyes closed. A positive test would be if the patient is able to stand with eyes open, however, demonstrates significant sway or instability with eyes closed. With a posterior column lesion in the spinal cord, a patient may present with severe loss of proprioception. With mild vestibular or midline cerebellar lesions, a patient may compensate by depending on vision, which is eyes open. With severe lesions, a patient will present with loss of balance and truncal instability with eyes open. It can indicate cerebellar ataxia. To close out part two of the standardized testing, I'm going to break down activity-specific balance confidence scale, the ABC, self-report scale. The purpose of the activity-specific balance confidence scale is to be a self-reported measure of balance confidence during household and community activities without loss of balance, or unsteadiness. This is a 16-item self-report questionnaire in which the patients are asked to rate their overall confidence while carrying out activities. Household activities include walking around the house, walking up and down the stairs, picking up a slipper off of the floor, several reaching activities, reaching at eye level, reaching on tiptoes, and reaching while standing on a chair. Activities while in the community would include walking to the car, getting in and out of the car, walking on various surfaces such as parking lots and ramps, and also inside of environments such as a crowded mall or on an icy sidewalk. Patients are asked to rate their confidence on a scale from 100%, which is complete confidence, to 0%, which is no confidence at all. This overall score is calculated by adding all scores and dividing it by 16, which will be providing you with that final average score. Let's break down the scoring now. A higher score 
meaning that the better balance the patient will have is going to be that perfect score of 100%. A cutoff score of less than 67% in older adults would indicate an increased risk of falls. Now that you understand various standardized tests used for balance and gait assessment, here's a quote from Elon Musk. When something is important enough, you do it even if the odds are not in your favor. That's right, warriors. If this is important to you, if anything is important to you, you got to dig deep. You got to be all in. And you got to go after it with everything that you got. The obstacles will always be there, but you have to believe that you will overcome them. You are powerful. You are strong. You are a final frontier warrior and you will pass. Thank you very much for listening. For more information on NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check us out on all of our social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Till next time, have a great day and a powerful tomorrow.